and a good day to you. This is episode 11 of the Priming the Pump podcast from Ag Spray Equipment. I'm your host, Jason Danley. Thank you again so much for joining us. Whatever uh, podcasting platform you are listening to this on, or heck, maybe you're just uh, downloading it old school, saving the file on your uh, phone and listening to it that way, or sitting there at your computer, not working right now, listening to this podcast. I do appreciate it. We, as Ag Spray Equipment, certainly appreciate that uh, all around, and uh, all the new uh, ears that we get to uh, listen, or not listen, but uh, talk to uh, via this podcast. You know, one thing um, that that as uh, an agricultural equipment company like Ag Spray Equipment, uh, that's very important to us. It's our ability to get out and work with our customers. Um, we, we certainly uh, love talking to our customers on the phone, emailing, uh, having people come into the store, talking with us. Um, but one thing, especially in the last year that we haven't had the opportunity to do a whole lot of, is actually go out and see you, the customer. Um, sometimes it might be at the dealership that you work for. Uh, maybe it's on your farm. Or... And this kind of leads into today's podcast. See you at a local farm show. There are farm shows and expeditions and expeditions, exhibitions, whatever the word is. I don't speak so well sometimes. Um, But there are these shows everywhere across the country. And, And if I say we're going to the farm show this weekend or we're going to the farm show next week, you probably have a show in your head that just pops up and goes, oh, yeah, that one. You know, that one, they got the tractors, they got the thing, they got the pork chop on a stick over there. Um, uh, that local dairy place over there, they got those uh, vanilla vanilla shakes that, for whatever reason, taste better than any other vanilla shake I've ever had in my life, and I'm going to have four of those and go back and get another pork chop on a stick. These are the farm shows I attend. There's a theme with me, if you haven't noticed, food, food being that theme. But getting back onto the subject, these farm shows uh, are very important to us at Agsbury Equipment because it gives us an opportunity uh, to show new equipment that we have, improvements that we have to old equipment, and gives us a chance to connect with our customers and find new customers. There's a lot of people across this country um, that maybe don't know a lot about Agsbury Equipment or whatever the business may be. And uh, this, uh, these shows give us that opportunity Uh, to connect with uh, whoever you may be out there. So we thought uh, it would be good on the show this week as we head into summer and we start getting ready to go uh, into what we call the beginning of show season uh, because there are more and more farm shows that start to pop up towards the end of summer. And then as we get into fall and then winter, there's a lot of indoor shows. So a show season is really starting to open up. And today we're going to be talking with Matt Youngman. Uh, He is the National Events Manager for Farm Progress. Now, Farm Progress has two main shows that they do uh, in the states uh, that, that directly connect to us. One is Farm Progress, uh, which happens in Decatur, Illinois, in Boone, Iowa, kind of flip-flop back and forth, uh, depending on the year there, and Husker Harvest Days, um, which growing up for me, being a native Nebraskan, uh, Husker Harvest Days was always that thing you heard about. Oh, Husker Harvest Days is coming up. There was always that billboard right outside of Grand Island, Nebraska, on Highway 30, as you're going into Kearney, that's at Husker Harvest Days, and they change the dates out on it you know, every year to say when Husker Harvest Days was happening in the next year. It was a very uh, big thing growing up in the state of Nebraska. And if you were in FFA or 4-H or whatever, it seemed like you always got a day off school 
uh, to go to the farm show and check things out. And whatever that local farm show is for you, if you're in Kentucky or Georgia or Alabama or California or Oregon, wherever you're listening to this at, you probably have got that similar experience of, hey, because you are in this organization in high school, we are going to go to the show and you get out of school and it was incentive to join that organization. I would have been an FFA anyway. Um, but for me, it's like, oh, yeah, I get to be an FFA and I get like that three-quarter day off school, get back in time for football practice, do that whole thing. So uh, the farm shows were, were beat into my head at a young age. And, and you got to see a lot of cool stuff. Uh, farm shows have, of course, evolved over the years, and, and they're very different today than what they were 20 years ago and even 20 years before that. For instance, here in, in, in Fargo, uh, we have the Big Iron Farm Show, and, and Big Iron has been going on uh, for a number of years, and, and that show has evolved year after year. You know, it moved out of a, out of a dirt lot uh, into the fairgrounds, more pavement going down in it, and it's a huge outdoor show, much like Husker Harvest Days, much like Farm Progress, much uh, like uh, the World Ag Expo uh, in Tulare, California. I mean, th- these, these shows are, are kind of part of the agri- agricultural culture, not to be too redundant in my words. And uh, I, I felt like, it would be great uh, to talk a little bit about the shows, you know, how they've changed, what we've seen, and have that uh, on today's podcast. And we welcome in Matt Youngman, National Events Manager for Farm Progress. Matt, I appreciate you taking a little bit of time to uh, you know, talk with us about uh, the farm shows that are coming up. It's been a while since we've been able to, to talk about farm shows. Yeah, glad to be with you. Yeah, and you're exactly right. It is. It has been a while since we've been able to gather in person and, and have live events and the prognosis, the the prospects of having live events are just getting better and better all the time. Yeah. And, and we're excited about what it brings, you know, this summer as we roll into the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois, and then the other event also associated with Farm Progress, that being Husker Harvest Days. Uh, it, it has been, you know, a long time coming and, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask or at least didn't bring up you know what what has changed now in the last 365 days you know it used to be you just roll out the farm show you kind of you know have your exhibitors uh show up and uh the uh, the attendees show up and go around you know in the world of covid and then now coming out of covid and things getting opened back up what what have been some of the changes that that farm progress has has decided to make at the shows or at least look at retrospectively and decide oh let's make a couple changes here well, you know, the, the last year has certainly been one for the record books. We've we've learned a lot. And and I guess, you know, if we go back a year ago right now, everything, you know, a, a year ago right now, we were still planning on having a 2020 Farm Progress show and a 2020 Husker Harvest Days. And we were trying to navigate what does that mean? What are we going to have to do? What safety protocols are we going to have? And every day the news was bad and every day something else was shutting down and, and you know, every press release was bad. And, and it was just, we were fighting and clawing, um, you know, against uh, up a hill that we weren't just going to, we were not going to be able to climb. So it was June 29th last year when we had to, had to cancel the shows and, you know, and that ended up being the right decision. Uh, now, it's kind of the exact opposite a year later where every press release is good news and everything the CDC says is better for us. And, and, you know, states like Nebraska are completely open, um, you know, soon here about June 11th is what's projected that Illinois will be wide open. So we've just kind of been holding our, you know, keeping our powder dry and not making any specific statements about what it's going to look like at the show, because 
you know, every, every time we turn around, it gets better and better and easier and easier in terms of putting on the show. But, you know, the learnings are if, you know, the, the changes that you can almost assuredly see at the shows are good things. They are more hand sanitizers, more, you know, being more thoughtful about the way that we're doing admissions and info booths and food service and those kind of things. So those are changes that are just generally good health safety practices for an event, no matter what it is. And we're, we're part of a much bigger group. Informa is the largest trade show company in, uh, in the world. So we're currently here in a couple of weeks, we'll roll out the world of concrete in Vegas. We've already had the Fort Lauderdale international boat show down in Florida. And so we've already had some events and had some learnings from those. And we'll be bringing those to, to our farm shows this summer and fall. That's excellent. Now, explain to our listeners a little bit. I mean, I mentioned it, National Events Manager for Farm Progress. You know, I guess what's the uh, what's the thirty second synopsis or, or or whatever of what exactly you do when it comes to these shows and what you do for Farm Progress? Yeah, so Farm Progress is our brand that that reaches and touches farmers day in day out, whether that's through our magazines or websites or farm shows. You know, we have if you're in Nebraska, you would know Nebraska Farmer. If you're in Illinois, you'd know Prairie Farmer Magazine. Those are our state magazines. Um, our national magazine, our business magazine, is Farm Futures, and then obviously we have websites and and everything else associated with those those mastheads. And then we also reach farmers with with farm with farm shows so i'm in charge of all of our company-owned farm shows farm progress show husker harvest days being the big ones coming up here in the middle of june is farm future summit and farm futures boot camp which those are indoor conferences those are in coralville iowa iowa city uh, later this summer and then we also have the new york farm show which is in syracuse new york so i'm in charge of the farm shows within the brand, then the farm progress, the farm progress brand, the group is owned by Informa, which I mentioned earlier is a big trade show organization. So we've got shows in Dubai and we have a farm show in Brazil and a, you know, a farm show in Dubai. Um, and then we have all sorts of other trade shows all over the country. I don't do anything. I'm not involved in those overseas farm shows, but I do get to go visit and, and, you know, we have good partnerships overseas on those trade shows. Yeah. And it's, uh, I, I always have said, it's great to go to uh, a number of different farm shows because not only me, you know, as an exhibitor, you know, as somebody that, that works the farm shows, do you get ideas of what other people are doing, but you can kind of see how uh, other places do it and what you can do to, to improve on things. And, and that kind of rolls into my next question. You know, let's, let's throw the COVID year out and let's just look at, uh, what farm progress and Husker Harvest Days uh, were in 2019. We now go into the next year of having the farm shows. What are some of the, the physical changes and maybe layout changes of the shows uh, that we've seen at, at either of those two that uh, people that are planning on going to the show will see this year? Well, you know, the, the, the great thing about doing farm shows or doing trade shows is that the, the what's new isn't really anything that we're doing, which is fantastic because it takes a big load off of our shoulders. The what's new is always what folks like you guys, our exhibitors, bring to the table. And, you know, I would say the the big change for 2021 is the fact that nobody has been together for upwards of two years in terms of a farm show. And, you know, I am sure that in the last two years, Ag Spray has come out with a new product or new technologies or something new to the market. It's just that nobody's seen it in person. We've all tried to do these virtual things, and and those those have 
I guess we'll call it limited success. We had our own virtual event and it was, it was great. It was a great virtual event, but nothing beats the live event. Nothing beats standing there next to that new product with you there engaging and, and answering questions for the growers. That's so, so the long answer to your question about what's, what's big and different from 20, from 2019 to 2021. Sure. We've got some exhibitors putting up buildings and, and there have been some mergers, which is going to make the the exhibit field map look a lot different than it did when we did this in the past. But I think the big thing is that, you know, Case IH has, has come out with a new sprayer and nobody has seen it in person. And John Deere's got a new class seven tractor and nobody has seen it in person. And so it's going to be getting out and seeing these things live and in person and literally kicking the tires. That's going to make 2021 so special. It's always exciting when you can see new product uh, up close and in person. And that's, I, I guess, the evolution of the farm show from maybe where it was 20 years ago to now has changed. You know, there was a lot more uh, on-site buying, I guess I would say, at a, at a show 20 years ago and even 10 years ago than what we see now. A lot of that just is due to technology and due to uh, the evolution of the customer and the farmer, where a lot of times uh, they're going to show up and they know everything about that piece of equipment from what they've researched online. And now it's just uh, the, the site test, the field test, uh, you know, that, that part coming to the shows. Have you seen that uh, the same general evolution or maybe other evolutions that you've seen in the last 20 years in the shows? Yeah, so I've been doing this for, I think this is my 26th year of, of, of having something to do with the Farm Progress show in, in the company. And, and I, would, I, would, I would say exactly, I'd echo exactly what you said. And that is that, you know, it, it used to be you would just go look, buy, and, and that was pretty much the, the entire sales funnel occurred right there on somebody's lot. And now I think it is a result of, of how technological all these things are. You know, everything has got a Bluetooth and everything is a Wi-Fi and everything takes a lot of learning to figure out how on earth does the thing work it it's uh you know the the farm shows have kind of have kind of taken the spot in the funnel where you have done a lot of research on the internet and now you're going to go and you're going to look at the three different big players that you would be interested in talking to and really dig in deep and have those purposeful conversations to get your questions answered so that you know when you get back home or you get in the seat of the combine or you get back to your desk in in the winter you're you're making those decisions based on on research that you've done in person at the farm shows and you know there, you're still there's still transactions taking place at the show you're still buying you know maybe a maybe a a, a grease gun or or you're buying you know some some things tools and things like that but the big purchases it's a it's a research tool the farm show is a research tool where you can you can take a look at all these big players all in one place and kind of anonymously go around and dig in and ask your questions and probably talk to people that know more. And then this isn't a slight on anybody's local dealer, but you're probably talking to somebody that knows more than your local dealer can possibly know because they're coming in from the factory. Yeah. I've sat there in the, in, in the booth and been talking to a customer about a product and, and they can rattle off the bullet points uh, as quick, if not quicker than I can sometimes. And and that just goes to show they're, they're very interested in that product and they want to know it and, uh, and, and, and they want to know everything about it. So it, it works out pretty well, uh, at these shows. Now, when you have an educated customer coming up and it, and it is a little bit more of a, of the demonstrations and, and the site test and the field test and just all those sort of things. So there has been, 
an evolution in, in the shows. Uh, just for our listeners, Farm Progress is happening in Decatur, Illinois this year, August 31st through September 2nd. Uh, Husker Harvest Days, I will always say it's happening in Grand Island, even though technically the address is Wood River, uh, 914 to 916 this year. Uh, one of the things that I have seen in the last couple of years, only in photographs, but not in person now, because the last time I attended Husker Harvest Days uh, was technically the last time it got canceled, which was 2014, and was only one day because of massive rainfall on one of the on one of the days of the show. So there was a day where we kind of had to cancel it out there. Since then, Husker Harvest Days, uh, a lot of concrete, a lot of cement has gone down. I, I, I got to help. Uh, I can't help but think improvements like that at the show sites only can help the exhibitor and uh, the attendee experience. Yeah, if you haven't been to Husker or you haven't been to Husker since that that terrible year of 2014, it, I would I would please put that right back on your bucket list because you know after that 14 show we went in and did a lot of work in the parking lots so that we you know it was it was the parking lots that knocked us out in 2014. We got so much rain so fast that we just couldn't park cars out there. And then um, in 2018 we did a six million dollar uh, renovation to the facility, paved all the roads. Uh, new electrical distribution, you know, that site was, when, when we did that, that site was exactly 40 years old and it was still running on a 40 year old electrical distribution and phone distribution and those kind of things. So we upgraded, you know, the, a lot of the creature comforts, you know, the bathrooms got better and the roads got easier to walk, but also the infrastructure that makes the exhibitor's life easier, which is better, more powerful electric electricity, better internet, better, um, better security on the grounds, upgrade the loading dock, a lot of those kind of behind the scenes things that that the farmers never really know or even care about, but make the exhibitor's life much easier. And that that facility, you know, we we built we built Decatur, Illinois in 05, we for Farm Progress Show. We built Boone, Iowa for Farm Progress Show in 2008. So by the time we got to building Husker Harvest Days over again, we had made all of our mistakes at other places and 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 Husker is really a crown jewel, not only in the Farm Progress brand, but in the larger Informa. This is this, short of Orlando or Vegas. There is no better place on the planet to hold an outdoor trade show than Husker Harvest Days, just because of the infrastructure and and the way it is built, uh, purpose built to hold an outdoor trade show. It's it's really spectacular. Yeah, it is uh, amazing to me to see how much. Uh, that show has grown uh, in the last 20, 30 years. I, I'm a native of Nebraska, even though I record this out of uh, Fargo, North Dakota now. And, and to see the evolution of Husker Harvest Days from when I first attended it, I think the first time I attended it, it was for a high school FFA. Uh, and then uh, as an adult and then working it and then, uh, you know, as an exhibitor. So uh, there, there's been a lot of change there. I obviously mentioned the far, farm progress in, in Decatur, Illinois and Boone. You've kind of flip-flop back and forth between those two locations. Anything on the Decatur property that that has changed from maybe the last time that uh, people came in there? It, it's, uh, you know, it, it always, the, the big change is going to be the exhibit field, the, the layout of the exhibit field, because some of the Bear Monsanto and, and Pioneer Dow Corteva Bravant merger type things are, are now going to take root in terms of their footprints on the exhibit field. So some of those things are going to look a lot different when you get to the show site, one of the, one of the cool things we have going at, at farm progress show this year that I'd mentioned, everybody's, everybody knows a, a pole building is a pole building. Uh, FBI, a company out of Indiana has a new way to erect a pole building. They build the roof on the ground 
with the walls hinged out, laying out beside the roof. So you build the roof, tin it, put the gutters on, wire the lights in, do all that stuff on the ground. And then they hydraulically jack the building up in place and the walls swing into place under the, under the roof. And that's a new system for building a pole building. They're going to actually demo that at the show all three days. They're just going to jack this building up and down all three days. And so that's kind of a, and that building is going to remain permanent there on the site. So it, that's kind of a cool addition to this year's show specifically. There's always, like I said earlier, the new things that, the sh- that come to the shows, thank goodness, are what the exhibitors bring to the party. And, and that's, that's, that's a pretty cool addition. There's, there's several other cool things coming down the road that I can't talk about quite yet for Husker and Farm Progress. Um, you're going to see at both shows autonomy. We've never had an autonomous vehicle run at Husker, and we're going to have maybe several autonomous vehicles at Husker this year, as well as Farm Progress shows. So, you know, things like that, the, that the exhibitors bring are what the, what the growers are, are there to see. Yeah, it is amazing to me. The first uh, first time I saw an autonomous vehicle uh, to now, we're a couple years later. And uh, if you're a a major player uh, on the uh, you know the the powered equipment side of things, whether that be a deer, or a case, or or whoever that might be out there, um, there's a lot of uh, R and D going into those vehicles. And then for a company like ourselves, that uh, we we do a lot, obviously, in liquid application and attachments and everything. Um, the ability for uh, your piece of equipment to be able to match up to those is, is paramount as we go forward. So it's it's exciting to see that evolution. In, in uh, I always uh, sometimes as a an exhibitor of these farm shows, you don't get the opportunity to go see those things as much. Um, but thankfully, we we have the uh, the internet and everything that we uh, that we do right <laughs> now. I'll tell you, it's no better to be a farm show manager because someday <laughs> I would love to see a Husker Harvest Days in person because running it, you don't actually get to see the darn thing. So I'm, I'm right there in that boat with you. I, I understand it's it's pretty cool to go to the Farm Progress show, and I can't wait to go someday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I would love to be able to see the event that I help put on every year. But uh, yep. no, it, it, that is uh, that is one of the things that uh, we end up having to uh, to deal with year in and year out. But it, but it is exciting nonetheless. Uh, to be at the uh, at these shows and to attend them each and every year. As I kind of get ready to wrap things up, something I have to think about, and this is maybe a, uh, a question I think of of now because it, it is so paramount to our business, and that, that is the world of Internet. And since you mentioned you've been doing these shows for 26 years, you know, let's go back 26 years. At that time at these shows, wireless Internet was an afterthought and why would you ever think of putting it in and now i have to imagine with some of the upgrades and and uh, innovations that you're doing at each one of these sites uh that that's one of the first things that you're looking at upgrading on infrastructure and one of the first things you're trying to do now when did it really hit you and i guess what's what's been the thought process in the last 26 years just seeing how that one little thing has changed and now if you go to a farm show if you don't have it oh wow people are people are pretty upset i would imagine yeah, that's that's been a, that's that's a very interesting question, and and I can go back to the first time that I set up a Farm Progress show in Terre Haute, Indiana, in 1995. We strung in 200 pairs of phone lines through that show site so that so that the exhibitors, you know, whether they're running a credit card machine or just having a phone in their exhibit to reach the outside world, that was the only way to reach the outside world. So, you know, you go from stringing in 200 pairs of phone lines in in 1995 to when we rebuilt. Husker in 2018, we just, we just demoed the phone lines, didn't even put them back. There's a phone line running into the show office 
and there's three phone lines running into the show office and that's it. That's mm-hmm. the only phone lines there. Otherwise it is all wireless internet. And, you know, we've got some good vendors that, that they do, uh, you know, they bring in an amazingly big pipe of internet and then distribute it out to those exhibitors. But you're exactly right. The way that everybody communicates and you have to have that because now the other thing that you didn't worry about back then were cell phones. Now you get what's called the stadium effect at these shows, which is no different than when you're sitting in Memorial stadium, watching a Husker football game, you can't get a phone call out just because there's so many people in one place trying to use the the data lines and the phone, the, the bandwidth of the cell towers. We get the same thing at the farm shows. If you don't have a good, reliable, hard copper internet line, um, or a good wi- microwave line of sight internet line, you can't really communicate with the outside world just because there's so many people in one place trying to use their cell phones. So yeah, that's the communication side of it has really changed, and and I I don't expect that to slow down. I expect that to only get you know more amplified as we go forward. Yeah, and and the bad thing is when you do some of these uh, renovations and you put in the latest and greatest and best thing when it comes to internet or satellite communication, inter- uh, cell phone communication, whatever it may be. Uh, by the time you come back next year, it's already uh, outdated and you probably need to upgrade it again. I have in my career ripped out enough 40 year old infrastructure to tell you that whatever you think is great today is not going to be great someday. That That is just almost assured. <laughs> Excellent. Well, hey, Matt, thanks for uh, talking with us here. It was, it was great to talk about the shows and have you on. Hey, great. Thank, th- glad to be with you. Um, thanks a lot for having me. He is Matt Youngman, National Events Manager for Farm Progress. Of course, uh, the guy that uh, is you know in charge, the guy helping to put on uh, the Farm Progress show in Decatur and also Husker Harvest Days in Grand Island, Nebraska. Dates for Farm Progress, 831 through 9-2, and Husker Harvest Days, uh, the 14th of September through the 16th of September. Thank you very much again for joining us here on today's podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and listen to us on whatever podcasting platform you so desire, whether that be uh, on the uh, the iTunes, the Apple side of things, uh, whether that uh, be on Spotify. You know, we're coming after uh, those big Spotify listeners <laughs> trying to get way up there in the rankings, but uh, yeah, it, it we'll, we'll get there eventually. Uh, you can listen to us on Pandora and on Podbean, whatever it may be, you can find us out there. Well, with that said, uh, we'll end things for, uh, today in this episode. Thank you very much again for listening into us as in life and in pumping. Always remember to prime your pump. You never want to run dry, overheat, or cause damage when you don't have to stay efficient and work hard to make sure your pump is primed. This has been priming the pump from Ag Spray Equipment.